You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Mattern. You have it it hard out? Okay, we'll get you up. How about a hard on? Boom. Are we rolling? Did we capture all that nonsense, though? Are we starting right now? Uh, just High quality. Okay, let's, yeah, can we restart? I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> okay, but it's running, though. That's what I'm saying, baby. All right, I'm fucking confused. I just want to clean open because I'm a goddamn professional. I'm trying to sell out. Anytime you start, they're going to cut. start it there. That's what he's I've heard some with some craziness, though, brother. There's been a few where I was like, I yeah, like, that girl like gave it. me fucking... Uh, <laughs> that dirty whore. And then I fucked her sister. It's and like then I came they, out. You know, like PTI, they'll cut in the commercials, the they'll cut back for three seconds. That's what we... It's the best. That's this part right now. All right, my peoples. Let's get real with this. It's time to start the party. I just wanted to be real corny with the beginning of this. Just, just sometimes you got to do one for you. And yep. sometimes you got to be yep. corny. Because deep down inside, you're still an eight-year-old growing up in the 80s. <laughs> All right, my peoples, this is Lust for Life. This is America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians, as worshipped by Costa Ricans, as listened to by Australians. And don't forget our constituency, whatever that word is, in Iceland. They're there, baby. In between, hanging out at the record studio where Bjork's making more tracks and wearing swan suits. (laughs) They're down with Lust for Life, where we celebrate stories, individuality, left of the dial. People be who they is. My name is James Mattern. I used to be Mad Dog. It's still tattooed on my arm, baby. You can't get it off. The artist formerly known. That's right, right, baby. Me and Prince. I wear a lot of purple, too. Just to, just, just <laughs> just to, to keep people on their toes. And I'm trying to bang Sheila E. So what are you going to do? I'm looking at the right hand. He is the hand of the king, which would mean I'm the wow. king, but that means right. I'm going to die eventually. He is the man. Aren't we all? Yeah, amen. So who cares? Two episodes into the season. Let it go. Um... My main dude, good head of hair on this kid. I'm letting it go. Let it go. Let it go there, Frozen. You got a good head of hair. Just let it. the whole world see what you got there. Let it be a lion's mane. My dude, his name is Benji Suswan, a.k.a. the ace. Sweet, 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 sweet. Sweet wine, baby. What up, baby? How you doing? Bubba's, I'm all right. I'm drinking a lot of energy drinks. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I have another one in my bag. Get your back I, up. Yeah, I'm going to get spoosed up. Okay. What's the occasion? Just work it, baby. Just feeling good. Baby, I don't sleep anymore. I sleep really? in shifts. My stomach grumbles. My stomach's hurting me right now. It's unbelievable. Well, what we should do with your stomach grumbling, let's drink more energy drink. Those <laughs> exactly. are good for the belly, baby. Water's good, though, right? Water. If you have to ask. It. Yeah, <laughs> that and goat's milk. Let's get some goat's milk. Curdle it up. Uh. Sitting in the third mic. He's an all-star, baby. And by all-star, I mean he's good at what he does. He ain't that cheesy, corny, nonsense smash mouth song. <laughs> he's a favorite here. He's who the fuck he is, John Laster. Come on, baby, John the, Laster. The real yes, John Laster. The real. Let's <laughs> go. That's what I like, baby. You know what I like? I think there should be a sketch where there's a dude who uh, just does that all the time and doesn't <laughs> stop. Like they bring in, you know how ESPN, you know, we're in the midst of the World Cup. They bring in uh English broadcasters, for the most part, to do play-by-play because yeah. they realized in their past coverage, people weren't trusting Americans call it. God bless Jack Edwards. But when we lost, when the U.S. lost to Germany in 2002 in Asia, he repeated this phrase every eight seconds. They're running on tired legs. How much? There was a shot. Call the shot. Oh, what could he just painting an ugly picture? It's horrible. So they got English dudes. When they have Mexico play or Spanish countries playing each other, they bring in Spanish dudes. And that's hilarious because when they score a goal, they do the goal. But sometimes they break into Spanish <laughs> just because they forget that they're covering in their second language. And right. it'd be like, oh, and Sandoval no, kicks got- the ball. And, Oops. Yes, he kicked the ball to his... <laughs> Subtitles quickly pop up. <laughs> it's insane. Um, but they do the goal thing. So I think a funny sketch would be an American channel bringing in a Spanish soccer guy for the excitement of the goal, but the guy never stops. So the goal hits in the eighth minute, and the, the, the play by- rest of the game. Yeah, the other guy's trying to call the game, and <laughs> nine minutes later, because <laughs> you ever hear that Italian guy who then just spills off like a poem in Italian after the goal, <laughs> 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 
Salim Madaba, the goal, Musalala. He's just yelling at the Artie. Do you know what it is? No, Artie and Nick's old sports show used to play that clip randomly, and it was like 10 minutes of the guy. I think we're just giving this away. We're just giving away the Brinks truck of this great sketch, but I think it would be hilarious. The guy who doesn't stop, or a guy who does what I just did. Oh, yeah, this guy's the best soccer guy from his native land. Um, he's going he's to break it down for you. He might break into his native tongue every once in a while, but it's so authentic. The fan base will love it. And the guy just makes up fake Italian or Spanish. <laughs> and they're like, no, that is not any language. So just the whole time. That's like the, uh, the fake sign language guy in South Africa. In South Africa. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know this guy. They were standing next it, to Obama it, during, uh, during the funeral, Mandela's during Nelson funeral. Mandela's funeral. Just making up the sign no. language. He just made it up. Standing Everyone next to him. He was a translator. The translator on international just, television. Just it up. He was like miming it. Yes. <laughs> this is insane. None of it was real. <laughs> for, to, to, the, to an international, uh, on a world right, stage, just biggest, making shit up. Did they like, bust this dude? Yeah, of course. Now, where what? did he? I think he said he like blacked out. He like just he's like I don't know what happened. Uh, so wait, how did he get next to the president yeah, when he's blackout drunk during the great Nelson Mandela's funeral? He wasn't drunk, but he says blacked out. He said no. He, he, I think no, he, he like said, he said that he like did. He does, he, just his mind, remember. right? You know what I mean? Doesn't know what happened? He just right. Was possessed. But I mean, it's kind of like you know what's fucked up is like. If you bring somebody in and you know you're like, hey, you know, I need you to do sign language, and they're like, yeah, like who's gonna check? Who's him? checking? Him? You right. don't know, is that right? I don't know. Right, is that right, right. with some languages, you can you can be like, no, nah, man, right? I know a few at least curse words in Spanish, <laughs> right? But I mean, could you really? You know what I'm saying? Even because he's only got to know a couple of words, and then people would be like, oh, okay, you got the yeah. job, right? You know, and if you just sell it with your hands, now obviously people cannot see this is going in your earballs and not your eyeballs, but if you just like you hear the sound, if people every like four sign language words do something like this, you just believe it's real because they get and you ever see you ever see what's in it that Marley Maitley when she's breaking it down yeah. when she's doing appearances on talk shows and she's like, you know when she's hitting that that's some real shit right she's calling Bush a liar it's like. It's like, oh, campaign finance reform. You better listen. Like, she's really breaking it down on Bill Maher when she does that. Straight was saying nothing. That is so wonderful. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You ever gone to a concert where they have one of these? This is becoming a phenom, a phenomena at these festivals in particular. Where they're, having, they're, they're having translators of the music. And there is a lady who is a rock star in it. She is a chubby lady, and she is very animated. And I saw her a couple years ago at the Orion Festival with Metallica, and supposedly she's getting around. And this bra, and she split with another girl every two songs because it's a lot of work. <laughs> and nothing or nothing. All my first of all, I, this isn't going to mean nothing. I was about to say no disrespect to my deaf brothers and sisters, but you're probably right. not listening to this. <laughs> but then why are you at a concert? That's my question. <laughs> that I, people, and then people tell me the vibrations. Are you leaving the house for vibrations? <laughs> That's what you're leaving it for? The camaraderie. The camaraderie. You don't know what they're saying. Right. Maybe Metallica's making a horrible stand. Maybe they're maybe they're uh, could, no. and they're like, you know what? They deaf people are scum, and you all should die. How they, would they? They could read it. Well, apparently they said they are great lip readers. Yeah. And not to mention, if they're up on the jumbotron, you could probably see their lips better than ever. But they have a lady doing it, and it was so hilarious. I hadn't seen Metallica in years. And you now, are about to be fucking boycotted by the deaf community. They can't hear it. What's this, it, it going to do? They can, your ass there and the there name are translators this, out there who are listening to our podcast. Damn right. I'm just asking a question. They're going to sue you, and the name of this show is going to be Deaf for Life. Deaf for Life. Well, I'm going to be deaf soon enough. These goddamn, we all are with these iPads and iPods and all that. Because of the earbuds? Oh, we're killing ourselves to live. Right now we are? Not these, but in the oh, subways. The but what's your option? Oh. Listening to the world? Ugh. Get out of here. See, this is going to help you several reasons. You don't have to listen to the world now. You can just blast, you know, Metallica and Tribe Called Quest and whatever you want, Pavarotti, whatever you floats your boat, baby. And eventually, about 50 or 60, you will be deaf as the dickens. And when you're on the train then, you still can't hear anyone. Win-win. Right. I'm hanging out with a friend who's got this thing on the back of her phone Yes. for the, the waves. You know, for like the uh, the ambient sounds, oh, feel like you're at the beach. No, no. no. So it, it, so you like you don't get radiation. So you don't get radiation, and I was like, that's or whatever, just way too far. 
Wait a minute. I'm a little nervous about that. Are you? Because she was serious. Too. Oh, it's by the pee It's by the balls. <laughs> Your but pocket. Was it's always just nestled right there. But but, I, but 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 here's the thing. If ah, the shit is floating through the air, then it's gonna hit you in. It's not. What does it matter? I don't want to attract it to it. I put a big target sign on my. <laughs> so you think it, you <laughs> re, you believe that? Would you get I a little? To, she's got a little thing on the back of her phone. I just try to like. I'll take it if I'm at a table or sitting. I won't. You're weirded out by this for real. Why? Why risk it? We don't know. It's not like this has been happening for a long time. Oh just my decided god! I leave it by my put, pecker. Right. You think I what? Store it in my. Boxes. I leave it by my pecker. <laughs> I get more random hard on since I've gotten a smartphone right. than before. Like <laughs> I'm back to being like a 16 year old. <laughs> Random because that's, that's never it's, coming back. No, the radiation. It's it's like it's like a super. It's a super penis. My dick used to be hard for powers. no reason whatsoever. <laughs> no when reason. I was sixteen. Yeah, no reason. And now you get in your twenties. Every hour on the hour. I got worried. There was times like 10, where it was 10 like wins. <laughs> ten ten wins. It was like, well, this isn't what it used to be. Maybe I'm done already. And then and then now the thirties. Woo, Rick Flair. Yeah, yeah. That baby got pep. <laughs> It's like a, it's like one of them kids. What you think your dick is better now? Now, now that I don't want to jinx we're it. 30s? Now I probably won't be able to get an erection tonight because of this. But, um, I don't know. I eat better though too, and exercise, so that probably helps. Okay. But it is go. funny that I just wanted to say, yeah, maybe radiation is helping my penis. Radiation. And now, like <laughs> your superpower, you get three, four good years in your 30s or 40s, and then you just get cancer. So buy two more phones <laughs> and put it? them on your balls. Oh, it's warming it up, baby. <laughs> Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. Rest in peace. Gone but not forgotten. Criss cross. That's right. I just took it to a halt. Who gives a damn? All right. Let's set up what's going to happen. We just had a real good hee-hawing session up front, and we have a serious discussion <laughs> coming up here. On that note. This topic today is going to be about addiction. Hey, there'll still be some laughs, believe me. But we have a dear friend of mine, Evan Williams, who has... Uh, Gone through recovery. I guess it's still, you never leave recovery. We're going to bring him on in a minute. I love this dude to death. I go to nerd movies with this dude. Midnight screenings of X-Men. I'm next to him offering this son of a bitch licorice in a bag full of popcorn. That's what I do. If I'm going to the movies, it's a special event. I want to nerd out, feel like a child. I go the whole nine. Do it licorice. Right. right into the bed. Here, I'm doing pantomimes right now <laughs> for my deaf people. For the deaf community. In the bag. And guess what I That's do? That's a curse word. Boop, 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 boop. I shake the bag. Popcorn, licorice, super hybrid. It becomes Ooh. like a Voltron. With but, butter? Oh, son, come on. You're going to go the whole night? Salt is <laughs> awful. I go, so bad. what are you talking about, man? It like, tastes good. I offer it to you. Eat it, Evan. Am I allowed to talk? No, I, now you're not okay. going to talk for the rest of the show. You're off the show. <laughs> Fuck addiction. We're back to eating, <laughs> eat binges, <laughs> and death people. Cancer. Eat for a whole hour. and death people. And radiation and ball balls. Death, death people that binge. <laughs> With who have cancer of the prick. Who <laughs> have cancer of the they balls go, are there now from the radiation be, wave. Be interpreters and in, in for movies? At movie theaters? <laughs> who knows? How did deaf people go to that makes more sense yeah. than going to see Lady Gaga. Exactly. Or not even Gaga. Gaga, I, I, like going to see someone who puts on a show, I get it. But nothing for nothing. Metallica. Music. They're anything. just screaming metal lyrics. Right. Well, that's what the fuck closed captioning is. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. But, yeah. You don't need it. You want an, an interpreter. Yeah. Do you really need some lady with her hands telling you, uh, enter night, exit light? Do you really need that? Oh, I didn't know what that was. That vibration was trying to tell me. Oh, I like this song. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's going hard with the vibration thing. Unforgiven. That's making me really uncomfortable. That poor kid. <laughs> He's oh, making me really uncomfortable. He probably just wants to hang out with, with his friends. Vibration like, shit Someone here. just tell me what they're saying. Well, see, maybe this ties into addiction. <laughs> maybe these are your lush... You're yeah, lush. He gets wasted with his friends. Death He's got to go to a concert. He's just standing there doing nothing. Yeah. Don't just down about. in cold ones. Just hand out like a playbill beforehand. These are the words. This. Oh, without <laughs> ruining it. Oh, oh, you don't want the set list. Well, let me say this real quick, and then we'll take a quick break. We'll bring in Evan. Uh, at this said concert, we, uh, my boy Shuli, who's been on the show, he was performing on one of the stages. So we got band. Uh, bracelets so we were high on the hog i haven't been to a festival in years i'm just grabbing bottled waters whenever i want red bulls all that nonsense we got to eat in the oh, artist like tents. energy drinks which What's festival that? which festival orion festival it didn't really last <laughs> it, they moved to Detroit last year it's done this is the story of how it ended it's all over we're in the tent we're eating steak next to the guys at sepultura who we just saw and we went on stage they allowed us on stage. i mean this is insane um and the vibrations were great it was working on stage <laughs> oh, and, uh, oh no uh, and then 
<laughs> this comedian, right. I'll say this. I'm not going to drop his name. He's not the most popular in some circles. Okay, let's leave it like that. And let, if you want to do research, he's been on WTF <laughs> with Mark Maron in the last month and a half. Ooh. Okay. And he comes in wants to brag to us that he's going to see, you know, he's a big shot. He's hanging out with Metallica. And he gives us, because I'm eating a steak. I feel like fortunate as can be. I'm eating a steak about to see Metallica. I was just on stage with Sepultura. This is the time of my life. And he just, you go, do you guys want to see the set list? And before I could ever say no, right in front of me, like basically on my baked potato, and I see the whole set list ruined the show for me. Wow. I already knew they were going to play the Black Album backwards, which is cool, but kind of lame that they're doing it backwards. Really play in the real order. Mm -hmm. Don't make me guess what the hell comes after a Wolf of Man. And <laughs> now it's like, because you want to look like a big shot, you just spoiled everything. That's like telling you, hey, do you want to know every second of sex you're going to have with this girl that you're trying to dig out? I don't want to know everything. I want, I want to be surprised. Or like yes. telling you what happens in Game of Thrones before you watch it. Mm. I kind I still did know. I knew what was happening with the wedding. Well, it doesn't make it less. It doesn't make it less scary. Oh, okay. I don't watch. We'll give it time. I, I just wanted to make a reference. Well, I'll have this guy come over and he'll give you the whole blood. He'll give you all the notes. Right. Because he doesn't give a damn. But that's all I'm saying. Don't ruin the concert by telling me what's going. Don't do that. Guess what they're playing next? He's going to play all of Jesus. I want to be surprised if he <laughs> plays Jesus. Maybe he's going old school playing college dropout the whole goddamn time. Why am I yelling? I'm becoming Regis. I work right. hard. Oh, <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a minute. Did We're going to talk addiction. Did a great job setting that up. <laughs> I went to see Metallica last night. With Joy. He made eye contact with me twice. Nine months working. Wow. So that's why you have uh, boners going. <laughs> working with the legend. 81. I bet he... No, no. I might have to work with him again. All right, guys. We'll be back in a minute. Thus for life. Here's the theme. Oh, real quick, just so y'all know, man. Life. Now you have to sing a song. Lost for life. Oh, you an adult <laughs> contemporary. I, that sounded like that Joe Cocker song. In, uh, <laughs> Where we belong. We're lost for life. Okay. Lost for life. Well, it's good. And Evan, when we bring you in in 10 seconds, towards the end, we're going to have you cut one. Okay? This is our magic. We, um, I'm going to get this plug in early right now. We now have an email. Send your concerns, your love, your hate, whatever you want at lustforlifepod. Spell out the four, baby. I didn't go with the number. I ain't that fancy. <laughs> All right? Lustforlifepod at gmail.com. That's where you can get a hold of us, man. Spread the word. If you want to be on the show, if you know someone who should be on the show with a story, give us a holler, man. So that's what we're representing. We're official now. We're official. We we're, made it, you guys. We're almost a year in. We have a Gmail. Summer, summer, <laughs> summer time. Big pimping. Oh, getting the cheese, baby. I'm looking at this dude, our guest. Rocking a great shirt, Miami Vice, pastel color. My dude, Evan Williams. What up, baby? How's it going, guys? How's welcome, it going? Welcome to the Terror Happy to be here. Thank you for being here, man. You're so intense, Mad Dog. <laughs> I didn't. I don't want to so be this intense. intense. I don't no, I love it, man. I don't want you to be any less intense, any less Mad Dog. Well, now, I'm not Mad Dog. I don't Ooh. know if you know that. Oh, my God, no, you're right. I, you were in the first oh, one to embrace Jesus it, and now you've gone back to your evil ways. James. You're, you are so off the sorry, goddamn James. show now. First of all. I think it's because you're so mad. I can't help but see. <laughs> I don't think I'm, am I that intense right now? No, I would say you're mad, though. Got, I'm just intense, baby. I'm a real yeah. deal Holyfield, baby. What you yeah, know you're about not that? mad. You just, you know. I'll take it down or not. You ready? So, we're here with... Ev Look, <laughs> I need a new job. NPR might be listening, dog. This might be so Maybe I should get ready for NPR. I want to do a little whisper. Talk about the traffic. Let's talk, talk about things about. in the news. Oh, amen. We have a story about a kid with three kidneys. Who's deaf? <laughs> <laughs> Those you got, got to donate one if he's got deaf three. thing, dude. You're going 100% he's with going, this deaf thing. I love hard. my deaf brothers and sisters. I can't believe you didn't deafness. know about the, the sign language guy. How does yeah. he not know? Baby, insane. this is my news when I wake up. ESPN, Rolling Stone, Grantland, 538, back to Facebook, back to Pornhub, <laughs> seeing what's going on with Velocity Vaughn. That's what the kid does. Pornhub is making a move out here, man. Move. Made, Who's made? Yeah, Pornhub is making a move. What's all about X mean? videos, dude. Yeah, X man. videos. I used to be a red tube dude, but nah. Pornhub is. Red tube feels dirtier. 
Red Tube is very dirty. You feel like you're rubbing elbows next to someone else. <laughs> yes. I don't like it. Yeah. Red Tube's like fetishy dirty. I'm pretty dirty. Yes. I'm pretty dirty, so but I like but the Pornhub is um is a good look, man. It seems a lot cleaner. <laughs> I love they release like st- uh, analytics and statistics of like the days that are more popular or countries yes. what's the most searched. It's really interesting stuff. They're like baseball saber well, metrics you know, you to know masturbation yeah. you know online. Who's number one here is Utah. Yeah, of and, and, did you know that? I, I I didn't remember if you asked me, I would have known it, but it makes sense. Yes, right in the middle, <laughs> nowhere Utah. to go. Yeah, but to jack off. And 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 the most religious conservative state. That's where the that's where mm. the freaks. And, are. and you're getting married at 19 or 21. But you would think and virgins and only one partner. Right, you getting assault out? No, yeah. man. <laughs> Get no, out because the there's there's a lot there's a lot of polygamy that still pops off out there. Uh, it's not as big as you think. Come on, I think that, I don't, that I, was an HBO show, Bubba's. You don't think so? That's because have you ever I been think to Utah? it happens, but I don't been, think it's popular. Have you ever been to Utah? I've been arrested been in Utah? Utah. I'll take it up a notch. I've been. You I, have? I mm-hmm. felt the steel on my arm. Did you jack off while you were there? I did just I to, was, yeah. for the numbers. I was. Yeah, I go to, to other states and Google crazy shit just to fuck with the, right. their search results. I was weirded out <laughs> when I went to Utah. I felt I really did feel like you know outside of the city, like Salt Lake City, that it was really like the shit that I saw on TV. I, and I'm not one of those people who just takes stereotypical shit and runs with it. But when I was there, I was like, "Yo, this is some really weirdo, different shit." Well, this Provo, and I wasn't even in some small. Provo's kind of a big city for them. So I wasn't even off yes, in the, right. you know what I mean? Like the tangential places that would be really conservative and really weird. Well, here, I'll make a point. I think that's where they're watching all the Pornhub. Well, there's yeah, a lot of that. Right there. <laughs> and I will, I will use this to segue into the topic at our guest. Boom. I've been to Utah. I've been to Provo. Been I've met Provo. some of the craziest girls ever. Tattoos, crazy record collections. In Provo. Provo. In Provo? Because when you revolt there, you go the full nine, and there's a darkness. I say, if you want to, I have an idea for a show. I shouldn't be giving all this magic away. You need to do a show that every week, it's a based on a Sunday in Salt Lake City. That's when the Mormons stay in, and everyone else goes and plays. And you would, you would see... Some real crazy stuff. I know. After hours there, sex who, fetishes, drugs. I have a friend who has a insanity. show like that already. Mm-hmm. She shot it. It's about so- Salt Lake City on Sundays? It's called, it was called um, it's the Escape from Something, but it's Mormons who've New left. New York? Yes. And they, so, so they're now in regular life. But this is more the people mm. who aren't Mormons and the people who try to get out totally. and sneak out. That's their night at debauchery because everyone stays in. It's but I don't insane. know what Provo you were in because the Provo that I was in, I asked the chick at the grocery store. Keep in mind, I played CSU, so we had to go there yes. every year. So I've been to Provo four or five times. The last time I was there, I asked this chick. I asked her, I said, in the grocery store, first of all, you could tell that probably first black person they've seen. Literally. I'm not trying to be funny. Well, BYU only would have like one or two They would only have on one team. or two yeah. black people on the team. Total. And the and whole they knew building. Them for years. And they had the biggest on-campus arena at the time. So there was 24, 25,000 people in this arena. Zero black people. Other than Jesus the two Christ. on their team. And, I, and I'm not. No, <laughs> that I'm not, sounds like a but cart. You're not, yeah. you, know, no. well, you know how people like try to fucking. There were zero. Zero. So we were the only black people in there. I'm in the grocery <laughs> no. store. Swear to God. I asked the chick at the grocery <laughs> store, excuse me, could you tell me where um, the closest liquor store is? And I swear, she looked at me like I asked her, hey, where could I get some crack and fuck some babies? <laughs> she was freaked. Complete. She looked at me so crazy that I just said, never mind. <laughs> oh my like God. she really was like she's oh. about to call the cops no she looked at me Take like you're going <laughs> to burn in hell in an hour mm-hmm. like she was fearful for me like she was like oh, like scared and Jesus. i was like you know what never mind but that's the that majority was my, that was my last but provo stop <laughs> no i get it but there's an underbelly i would love to see it because i know it's fucking pretty kinky there's an underbelly where their beer is zero percent so you have to drink. So it, it's like that scene in American Psycho when they're in the bathroom and they have the bad blow. And it's like, oh, they gave us garbage. If we do enough of it, we'll get high. You need to drink a 12er right. each person to feel as you would a sixer. And that's how they do it over there. Uh, so let's geez. let's talk beer. Let's break down booze. Let's do it. Evan, you're my dude. What's up, man? And thank you for wanting to talk about this. James, I'll never call you Mad Dog again. Well, <laughs> being Mad Dog was my addiction. I'm yeah, yeah. trying to look, move you. forward. My name was Gooch when I was, when I was using... Were you a Gooch? My name was Gooch, man. That's, I know a couple what, Gooches. You know a couple Gooches? <laughs> now, wait a minute. Gooch is that part between the pecker and the balls. How did you get it? It is. 
I don't even want to say. It's so not interesting. Whatever you're making up in your head right now, more interesting than why I'm called Gooch. It had nothing to do with booze or it drugs. Had nothing to do with booze, drugs, sex, nothing. Nothing. You had it. Unf yeah. But <laughs> when you cleaned up, you realized you had to get rid of the nickname. Gooch had to go, man. Did you Gooch, think that name was a Gooch trigger? Caused horrible things to happen. It's like the, the just, guy from Lord of the Rings, the the Smeagol guy. He's got it's more like dark. it's more like Gandalf <laughs> the Gray and yeah. Gandalf the White. I'm right. Gandalf the White now. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. You're 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 going into your your white years. You These know are my white years. Getting away from the gray. <laughs> you know. Well, I think <laughs> I was going to start getting some gray, but I'm confused as <laughs> shit right now. It's all and right. I didn't like it's Lord of okay. the Rings because I don't like talking trees. But we'll stay away from J.R.R. Tolkien from here on out. <laughs> I don't trust him. Um, I should be James L. L. Mattern just to be <laughs> just like that, but whatever. All right. So you grew up down south, North Carolina. Born and raised. In the triangle? In the triangle. The Piedmont Triangle forecast. Yes. I love it. Yeah. If we have to, if we were going to do sabermetrics yeah. of where <laughs> our, our guests come from, I think Carolinas. Really? Yeah. We've we have a, a bunch, bunch of them. You got a lot of Joe, Joe Zimmermans and Steve Forrests. And a lot of the triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. We don't fuck around, baby. Yeah, we don't fuck around. Charlie Gator. Down in the triangle. My girl Ashley Penn. All that shit. Okay. Now let's break this down. So when do you start drinking? Early age? I start drinking when I'm, I'm 13. 13? 13 or 14. I think 13. How does that uh, happen? How's it happen? Where was you? I was, I was at my house, and uh, my dad had, uh, had moved on, you know, uh, not from being a father, but just uh, had split up from my mom. I was living with my mom. My mom was crazy, man. My mom was a, was a wild cat, and I, I related with her more in my wild days. Okay. And so I was, I was staying with her. How is she wild, may I ask? I mean, she's literally, she was literally mentally ill, but she was also just a, she's a party animal. You know, she's the kind of mom to come down and, and smoke with you, you know, hang out. Smoke Hang out with the guys. That. They all called her Judy. They didn't call her Miss Williams, you know. Some of them called her mom. She was a, she was a hit, you know what I mean? She was a kooky, crazy, okay. awesome rock star. And uh, I loved her. And, you know, so I, I, I kind of partied there. I, I stayed away from my dad's place. I was afraid of my dad, you know. And he, I, I respected him in a different way. Uh, my mom was as crazy as I was, so that's where I would raise hell. And you liked that element the whole time? Or was there ever a moment where you're like, man, mom, you shouldn't be drinking with us. You should be telling me to go to she bed. She actually never do drank with us, man. She, she, so she couldn't drink, drink because of her meds. But yeah, you know, she'd party with us and occasionally smoke with us and stuff. Wow. And of course there were times I was like, this is not good. Like what we're doing, this relationship, this mom and son thing is not the way it's supposed <laughs> to. This is not leave it to beaver. You know what I mean? This is... This is a different case. So there was a couple times when I, you know, I would have rather something different, but I, she's my mom. I'm, I'm glad I got what I got with her, you know? Certainly. Yeah. And you start drinking at the house. Look, friends come my over, dad, bring it over. Yeah, my dad was not an alcoholic, so he left his liquor cabinet like a crazy person. I don't understand that. I don't understand leaving your liquor cabinet behind. He was not an alcoholic. He was not, but he had like an old collection of liquor, and, and so I... I opened up a cabinet one day and I, I saw these bottles and I called up some friends who I knew drank and I invited them over. I was like, let's, let's party down. You guys teach me how to do this. <laughs> and they, uh, we, we, we drank, I think it was schnapps, scotch, uh, gin. Huge leap from bottle. the first one, huh? Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. start with the schnapps and then let's go <laughs> let's to some go Johnny scotch. Walker. Yeah. How about just gasoline after that one <laughs> and then crack? I Say gin is up there with schnapps. Gin's as, disgusting, by the way. But I think that's a young it, gin is a young person and old person drink. Once you get to like your mid twenties, till you start getting social security checks, or you're a millionaire with gray hair and and booking <laughs> Dos Equis ads, um, you don't drink gin. Gin is no. when you first get into it because I think you hear gin and tonic at an early age, and that just sounds like something to order and to fuck with. And then older, it's just like, that's some real alcoholic shit. It's gin. not anything you drink when you're in any kind of control. Yeah. No. <laughs> you drink it as you're finding control and then as you're losing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a big difference between people who do <laughs> vodka martinis and gin martinis. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. gin, gin is a fucking and fighting drink. Did you <laughs> fuck with it? Oh, plenty of fucking, plenty of fighting with gin. Fighting with the gin. Mm -hmm. Yes. Bump, bumpy face. Gin and juice? Gin and juice. Bumpy face. That was some party shit in the young days. Oh, Gin without juice. question. I feel like the only, only fight now calls beer, man. <laughs> I think yeah. beer just makes you angry. You know, you got to piss more. Gin, and, you're, you're gin and tequila. Tequila. Mm, tequila. What about whiskey? I, I get the Jack Daniels in me. It's my drink. Yeah, me and too. And I'm cool. But that if someone gets shit. ignorant with me, 
Like, I don't know, were you at that birthday party last summer, man? Well, we, in, we were in Brooklyn, and it was, uh, what, uh, my, my dude. Uh, Matt Wayne? It wasn't Matt's birthday. Allie's boyfriend. Why, why did it slip, slip in my head? Allie who? Allie Pryor. Oh, Eli Sears? Eli, my dude, Eli. There was like a threefer, right? I'd just gotten back from uh, the West Coast for a week. It was all cool. I was relaxed. Uh-oh. I started drinking Sinatra's. You've heard, people have heard me talk about Sinatra's. It's an uh, ounce of Jack Daniels, four ice cubes, water all the way up. And that's then you the, hit a woman. That's, no. that's a Sinatra. <laughs> he never hit a woman. He never hit a woman. I just read that book. It's how you wear your hat. And it's all about his style and lifestyle hmm. and all that. And I'm like, he would drink those all night and kept them balanced. So I order it. We're at some hipster joint in Brooklyn, man. And I go, my dude, I'm very sorry. I've already had like three or four of these at another joint. Um, I know this is going to sound like a pain in the ass. I will take care of you. I'm not trying to be weird. I just, this, what I'm drinking, this is what I like. Can you please get me this? Um, one ounce Jack, give or take. Four ice cubes, give or take. I don't care if you're a little. <laughs> and just the rest water. This, this, this jerk who's banned, you know, is going to hit it at any moment. I mean, he's going to be the next deer hunter or whatever that band is. Deer tick, whatever the hell. <laughs> what? Radio mama. Band? Whatever. His band. He's clearly in a band. No one's uh-huh. bartending in, in Brooklyn if they're not deeper and oh, the dude totally. yeah and the dude looks at me and goes your drink sucks and moved on now why would you say that to some dude now i'm not the biggest dude but i'm clearly bigger than you you look like a pubic hair <laughs> and um i've already been drinking jack daniels you're gonna t- you're gonna condescend a dude who's ordering jack daniels did you do anything no but i kept exactly. eyeing no but here's my thing i got real deal holyfield i'm eyeing the doorman who's a hell's angel i think but he, do, he looks like a low-end hell's angel. Like it's the, like the guy's in because of a cousin, and when he killed someone, it took a lot more effort. Do you get what I'm saying? He's the accountant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make another Game of Thrones does, reference. He does the books. Yeah, you know how all the badasses, when they kill someone in Game of Thrones, it's like two stabs, and how Theon, when he tried to cut the head off of someone in like season two, it took him like 18 whacks, and it showed that he's weaker than everyone. Mm. That's what this dude, he's the Theon Greyjoy. Uh, bouncers and so I, I was like I could get one good whack or actually at one point I was like I could go behind the bar whack that dude before that motherfucking slow ass got to me and I got enough boys there to help me we'll just all get thrown out together if I lose one fake tooth cool NYU dental <laughs> is alright man it's cheap so that's my thing I ended up hooking up with an ex-girlfriend that night that calmed me down what there, are you you gonna go. do? there you go these mistakes you do? okay let's get back damn it I get off the c- hey, you're right I get go crazy go off on as many journeys as you want I get journeys I'm here Get loud. Hello. Okay, so you start drinking at 13. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you had a sip? Was it like elation? I mean, honestly, the first time I had a sip, I was, I mean, I was like three, man. You know, <laughs> just like taking little sips of grandpa's grandpa's beer. You guys do that when you're little? Sure. No. I didn't. I, uh, yeah, like my grandpa. <laughs> no, I, I, I snuck a <laughs> couple. No, no, I'm a normal person, Evan. <laughs> I never, uh, I didn't start drinking at two years old. Um, I, uh, my, my grandfather would always, uh, he'd always drink and he'd, he'd go, after his beer and I just knew I, I remember this as like a three and four year old like wanting to do that you know yeah. and so I would come up to him with like a tiny little cup like a little shot glass and I'd be like grandpa and he'd pour a little beer in and I'd sip it and I'd make that noise and I felt a part of old you know, southern dude southern gentleman your, your grandpa no actually man I, I'm actually the only person in my whole family to be born in the south I come from a northern family okay. I come from uh, Jersey Pennsylvania okay so this is a this is a Jersey 100% Irish oh Irish uh, that'd be the next man. question yeah Irish. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm about. I'm about. I'm actually not that Irish. He's 100 percent Irish. I'm like a quarter Irish. What's the mm. rest? Is well, mainly mainly Welsh. Wales. Are they mm. as known to drink as much as the rest of, of the UK I and put Ireland? All, yeah, I feel like Scottish people also drink. Scottish are insanity. Yeah. Engl- English drink. They don't. The you hooligans. Don't hear, you don't hear. Yeah, it's like I the guess soccer, soccer hooligans. But you don't hear stories of total debauchery from English other than the rock stars. Uh, you who, like, do, who doesn't drink? Like who? What nation is like they don't drink? Like who? Well, that's, I feel like everybody drinks, right? It seems mm-hmm. like everyone's yeah. stereotype, no matter what they're from, is, is look, I'm Bosnian, Herbert, whatever the last yeah. name is. I'm, I'm Bosnian. <laughs> they're, they're you know what that means? I like to drink and I have a short temper. That's everyone. <laughs> right, Russian. Right. I have a short. I'm Italian. <laughs> I like to drink anisette and punch people. Like I feel yeah. like the Asians are known for drinking. Ah, that's a good one. That's a valid. You're right. Just work. Man. Oh, yeah. Just oh, work. work. You might dude. be on to something. There man. you go. Yeah. All right, next week, an we're going to find a drunk Asian. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to figure that shit out. You, know, you never hear of an Asian in AA, like a no. full-on Asian. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking yeah. about like Japan. You never hear of like a, that. Hmm. Guess not. Yeah. You I mean, know, I've seen no them. hangovers You've with seen sake. I've seen them, yeah. Saw one today. You saw them? 100%. 
Did they ask uh, about us? No, I'm just <laughs> So you start. Get him on the show. At 13, now, do, do you start working it in regularly? What do you mean? Oh, We're drinking. Oh, yeah. yeah, right away. I, I had it once. I had it the next day. I had it the next day. Do you feel you were hooked right from the jump then? I don't know what. I don't know, man. Because you're also just young and dumb. You got nothing else to do. So, I mean, it was just, I was in a town with nothing. To, I was in a tiny town in North Carolina. That This was like, yes. Like, we don't have to go to the zoo or the bowling alley again. <laughs> This is awesome. Let's Those just do options. this. That was it. No right. disrespect to the zoo. My dad worked at the zoo. It's a great place. Uh, North Carolina Zoo. But we'll see yeah. how this ties in here. Yeah. <laughs> how about That's did, really did the you root move of my on drinking. from drinking to, to, to drugs and stuff? Or was yeah, yeah I, was, I was 15, 16. Uh, at 15, I, you know, pot and stuff and pills. And then uh, 16 was like ecstasy and coke for the next three to four years. Uh-huh. Yeah, big yeah. time. Big time. Coke all the way, baby. At what age? Oh, yeah. Thousands and thousands of dollars worth of coke. At what age? 16 to 19, I did coke every day. Ecstasy, every day? Ecstasy every ecstasy. every single day, give or take, three days here and there. And then one time within three years, I had a, I had a girlfriend for like two and a half months, and I, I just drank heavily with her, and I didn't do coke somehow. Until the end, I did coke, and that's how, ecstasy, that's how that ended. Ecstasy yeah. and coke go hand in hand. But people try to tell themselves it's not. People, they do. They really it, do. When it's good ecstasy, isn't it some kind of a blend between coke and heroin? Meth. No, the, the meth feeling. And heroin. Meth and heroin. Yeah. So the, you're the, fucking with the two worst. Ecstasy, ecstasy and coke have, have a very similar feeling. Mm. And they're club drugs, know. right? When you're What's clubbing. That? When you're clubbing, that's what keeps the party going. Like when you want I mean, there are people who have a personality who want to be up. It's different from weed. You yeah. know, which is yeah. a mellower like coke and ecstasy gets you racing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're up, everything's interesting, you're alert. It's a you know what I mean? It's a it's a good upper. Yes. A good feeling upper. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I think the two of those um ecstasy is just ecstasy is longer lasting yes. and it's a it's a slightly different feeling. It's more I mean it was originally called empathy. So it's really that's what it it's just called. emphasizes everything and like, yeah. you know, I'm sure you've seen like a movie where like somebody's feeling a dog and then they like fucking, you know, just hug the dog and like can't get away from this dog. It, that's 100% right. Like, I would feel this table and just be obsessed with how smooth it is and, like, blown away. And how good the air conditioning feels in here. Oh, yeah. And how awesome, the God forbid. how often this sounds in the head. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a really good system you guys have. This is you great. You guys don't even. I'm so happy, I've man. tried a lot of systems. This system. This is <laughs> the best system. This is the best system <laughs> now, I've ever heard in my entire life. sounds amazing. Is that ecstasy feels talk? Yes, yeah, ecstasy Or is it talk. also coke talk? I don't that's no, just, coke people. That's just coke, ecstasy talk. Coke talk is, I'm thinking about buying this fucking building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, no matter yeah. how much yeah. money I have in my pocket. That's gonna be my next yeah. question. I'm thinking about because Just looking it around. It I'll take it. I'm thinking yeah. about what I'm thinking about buying this studio. Can we do a method scene right now? <laughs> Let's do a method scene. All right. All right. You say that, and I'll be a com like an average person. Then asking you, like I own the building. And uh, all right, so just say that. Let's act you, it you out. You know, I, I'm thinking about buying this building, man. Okay. Um, how much money do you got? Listen, you bro, I'm, on, I'm on the. Best fucking podcast in the history of podcasts. <laughs> it's called Lust for Life. It's going to pop pretty soon. And I think I'll buy this little building. Okay. Um, what kind of revenue is that show getting? Tons when the shit hits, man. It's hot. <laughs> okay. But that when it hits, is it not hitting now? Like, what's your, your listenership? You got something to drink here, man? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Very good. <laughs> that felt like Boogie Nights yeah. when they were trying no. to get their demo made. It's like you have to pay for it. How can we get paid if we don't give it to the record company? Once we get the record company, we can pay for the demos, man. The Coke yeah. tells you you own the building. Mm -hmm. Really. But it's, yeah, it's a good feeling. The Coke feeling. tells you you already own it. You are, and people yeah. have already passed on that. And the people who currently run the podcast here agree. Yours is better. Coke you know? is a very powerful. It, it, it's a, it, it has a real CEO-like. The CEO. Yeah. Yeah, you are, yeah. You are on some real emperor shit on enough <laughs> yeah. Coke. So you know when you're on 8th Avenue and all those guys try to give you codes for drugs? You know, like eventually, like if you say, got that Coke to a cop, they're going to figure that out. Maybe those dudes should be like, then maybe the street word for Coke should be the CEO. I got CEO. Yo, well, you know what? Like, like people who do Coke, you can probably recognize people who do Coke. You, you know, you rarely would be out in the street. I could go to a party right now. We went to a club that was open early after hour. Yeah. I mean, not an after hours, a happy hour. Yeah. We walked into a happy hour right now. It would take me four or five minutes to figure out who was doing the Coke. First of all, just go to the bathroom. Right. That's I it. stand Boom. by the bathroom. Boom. So anybody right that there. comes in that bathroom twice More than, yeah. in, the, in the first half hour, hey, bro, what you got? Well, what about diabetes? I pee a lot. I have diabetes. I think I don't know if I have the diabetes. We discussed that. And I but think I also you got may think he's on. He's also on that coke. Definitely, that confused me. Because he'd be hype as shit. I'm always yeah. hype. Yeah. It wouldn't be a bad pick. Right. 
Yeah. It feels weird because I have always had this personality. I do love caffeine and sugar. I don't do sugar as much as I used to. You would love Coke. You're an upper guy. That's why guy. I stay away. That's I don't even right. think. You're an upper I, guy. I think he's they, good with that. I think he'd get the Coke oh, and it you would don't need counteract. It. You don't need it. That's been the I show think for he'd years. Calm down. I think he'd calm that, down if he did Coke. And the ecstasy, like he was saying, yeah. the, 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 thing, the reason why people slide from ecstasy to Coke is ecstasy, similar feeling, but it is a lot more relating to people mm-hmm. and being happy for where you are. But... Ecstasy is kind of like an express. Coke is a local. You can control it. I can keep taking bumps to gauge my height. Once I pop that pill, it's like right. they close the door on yeah. the airplane. Mm-hmm. It's game we set, got man. four hours before they open the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, whereas the Coke is like traveling across the country on the Amtrak. There's a number of stops where you can get off. You can get off, take ready. a break, you can have yeah, a few right. brewskis, you know what I mean, get back on that train <laughs> right. whenever you want. I might want to do something. You're going to be miserable if you stay at that stop too long, though. Right. That's the thing with Coke, like 20 minutes later, you feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, you're going to start coming down. You hate yourself. Start crashing. But does yeah, that crash? These people that you were just talking to about like equality and like you know the, the foreign policy in the U.S. and how you <laughs> think it's wrong, now you are like, these people are the dumbest people I've ever met in my and life. And they're annoying they're as annoying. a motherfucker. And I wish they would get the fuck away from me and stop going to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> who's good as Xanax? Where they'll see my, my dude Mattern pissing on his foot, <laughs> right. um, which I've done once. Oh, it's embarrassing. Um, let's do this. Let's discuss. With, with that come down, I've always heard about that come down. Awful. It does, is it as bad? Like you hear when people know they have to stop. It's that, all right, that come down was so bad that time, and I was just so depressed, and I knew there's no way it was worth keep getting up. But... Does it feel, how bad, or the first time you do coke, you do a bump, you, it's the greatest feeling in the world, that's what people say, and that's why they get hooked. Is the come down as strong the, uh, the first time? Or does it not, do you just brush it off your shoulders? It's like, oh, I just, it'd be fun to get more of this, but okay. I feel like uh, with me at least, like the come down just got, like that feeling, the way a come down feels, I felt that longer the more I did it. Like the more the first night I did it, I was like, I'm just gonna see what all this fuss is about, man. I, I'm not. I don't want to do coke. I just want to see what everybody's talking about. And so I did coke, and then I, I talked a million miles a minute. I annoyed everybody I was with. I was like, that's cool. This was fun. I'm never gonna do it again. But this was fun. And then the next day I did it again. <laughs> but like, I the come down that night. I just drank and I went to sleep. And the more I did it, I just I felt that awful all day until I did it again. Eventually, just every fucking day is a come down until you do it, you know? God. For me, at least. I don't know. You'd wake up and have to do a bump? No, I mean, because you didn't have it there. You had nothing left over nah. from that. You can't save Coke, my man. Nah. <laughs> no. No. I would, I would call my, I'd call my drug dealer and be like, hey, man, please, please, please don't sell me anything else. Can you just not sell me anything you else? You would plead with them. I would. I'd be like, you, I, would, I was like, dude, oh my just, God. I was like, please. I was like, I'm going to call you in an hour. And I'm going to ask you for coke. You know I'm going to do that. I was like, don't sell it to me. And he'd be like, I'm a drug dealer. Right. I'm not, okay. I'm not a, your parent or friend or a counselor. I'm going to sell you coke. Your money signed to me. Has this ever been done? That's really interesting. That's crazy. That you were that self-aware just I was an say, hour yeah. before. Oh, I, I told my but drug at the dealer same a time, bunch of times. Really? Yeah. Wow. At the same time, oh, yeah. not self-aware, though. Like At the same time, when I'd go to him to begin with in the night, I would be like, hey, man, let me get a gram. And he he would try and save me money a lot of time. He'd be like, Evan, you know you're coming back. You're coming back. Just do the right you thing. Just get a eight ball. You're gonna come back twice. Spend fifty dollars each time. Is that hundred and fifty dollars for three grams? You give me hundred twenty right now, and I'll give you three point something. You know what I mean? You're saving money. You're getting more. I'd be like, you don't understand, dude. I'm not coming back. Right. <laughs> this is it. I'm gonna do this gram, and then you know go own a business somewhere. Yeah. I'm gonna buy a cruise ship, and then I'd come back. <laughs> I'm going to buy this building because I'm on I'm a podcast. I'm going to buy this building and be a CEO, dude. And I'm then, CEO in the, come the night on. out. And then I'd be back there in an hour and he'd be like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, well, I'm, this is it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever thought one. of this? You both said that you, you've called drug dealers and said, don't sell me drugs. Has, has anyone taken the money they would have spent on drugs and go, I'm giving you this money <laughs> to not sell it to me later? I'm going to give you what the price was for the drugs. I know you're a drug dealer. You have to sell me the Coke. I'm giving you the 100 for the gram. Don't give me the gram. John knows what we would do later. What would we do later, John? He'd be like, I gave you that $100, man. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, we'd be like, hey, remember when I gave hey, you that $100? Man, you you kind of owe me, yeah, dude. Yeah. You kind of owe me. Dude, Amazing. let me get that. Uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's insanity. Yeah. It's, I mean, now it, it, it sounds rational as we're talking about it. But when you're in it, yeah. it's, you, you're doing... 
you're making so many small unrational moves until oh yeah until you can't make it till you until yourself you're in. seeing people who aren't there because you've been up for three days and you're calling the cops because the burglars in your house but really it's your shadow you know <laughs> that's where you get after enough time i've and heard stories of that paranoia and i guess it's shadow true. people you heard the shadow people stories that's part of the neuroses. Yeah. Yeah. Or the psychoses. Psychosis, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What are we going to ask, Ben? I'll get I back to say, the say, So what was the moment when you had to get clean? Like, what? Was there a here's story a, Yeah, here's, that's an interesting question, man. Because, uh, you know, I've met, like, a lot of people in recovery and stuff. And I've, I've met people whose bottom was getting a D at Duke University. You know, that's not my bottom. Right. But that was somebody's bottom. <laughs> that would be my, my top. <laughs> you know, that's good. I'm, that's I'm pretty yeah, yeah. at that point. That was, Duke's like an A at UNLV. It wouldn't even be my top. I would never get there. Duke, I would, right? Yeah, yeah right? I couldn't get there now. But I know people who have run over kids and that wasn't their Jeez. bottom. You know what I mean? Jeez. So, like, there's all these physical things I could tell you. I could tell you about being arrested and I could tell you about stealing from my mother and I could tell you about, you know, lying to everybody oh. I loved and losing my friends. But it wasn't any of those physical things that happened in my life that brought me to the decision to get clean. It was just the inner lack of peace and, you know, just being sick and just exhausted and not being able to look at the guy in the mirror. That was my bottom. Just just hating me and being 19 and, and not being, uh, you know, knowing that I was going to die soon and not being in school and uh, or work or didn't have any friends. So you hit the bottom at 19. Your health was deteriorating, you felt, where you needed to make a change that early in your oh, life. Oh, yeah, dude. 135 pounds. I could see my heartbeat through my shirt. You know, it was a oh matter God. of time, brother. Yeah. Holy shit. It's too heavy, dude. Let no, 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 too heavy. I don't want to get We too don't have dark. limitations here. Okay. That's we right. want real stories. We've always wanted to have something like yeah, this. Yeah. Did you did you become religious or like get into meditation or anything like that? No, I uh I, I did join a twelve step program and uh I went into a, a treatment center. I you know, I failed a couple times and uh tried it my way some more until I did it enough times I convinced myself that my way didn't work and I right. tried it somebody else's and you know to this day, I do that 12-step program, and, uh, you know, I work at a sober living house during the day. That's something I do uh, from 9 to 5 now before comedy. A sober? Day. Sober living house. Yeah, you work like, there? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, uh, people get out of treatment, or uh, usually they're coming from some sort of treatment or detox, and uh, they or their parents don't feel quite safe transitioning right back into their apartment with their old buddies and stuff so they come to a sober living house where guys like me and uh some of there's actually six comics working there really? we, yeah we've kind of one of a two of us got hired me and i'm not breaking his anonymity he's pretty open about it but uh taylor Ketchum. sure uh, we, oh, we, yeah we started working there and so Anytime they ask for new employees, we just feeding them comics. We're making it a great Jeez. workplace. Well, you know? That's the toughest <laughs> thing. Start doing some time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember this with family members, you know, specifically. I've talked about it a little bit. My mother was an addict. And um, you get these people out of rehab, and they roll back with their old friends. And a lot of them yeah. have their big toes stuck in the same shit. People, places, and things. And mm. you have to reboot. The and that's, that's the beautiful thing is that this is like a reboot. Keep them away from people who can poison them. Well, you, you what, but you man. know what, though, man? To, to be perfectly honest with you, man, as, a, as somebody who's been down in that rabbit hole, you have to be ready because there is no place. There's no such thing as keeping somebody away. Do you know what I mean? I remember when I was... Yeah. When I wasn't all the way done, done, and my friends would be like, yo, dude, we're going out. You're not having a drink. We don't care. Yeah. So some of my friends are violent. You know what I mean? So, th you know, these motherfuckers was like, nobody get this motherfucker So they would have whooped your ass or anyone who got you a drink. Exactly. Ass. That's a good friend in right. that sense. Right, no doubt. But I'm yeah. just saying that at the end of the night, I would say, all right, man. Hey, man, appreciate, you know, and I'm, I'm sober end of the night you know it's 3 34 in the morning hey man thanks man we went out had a good time yo guys could you guys drop me right here man i'm gonna run in the boat they grab some ice cream and i would have them drop me at the bootleg spot and that's where you could score yeah and and they are thinking the bars are shut down no <laughs> way and i would start drinking four o'clock in the morning wow so you're not going to keep somebody who wants to find a drink drinkers nah. people who drink to the extent and drug to the extent that we did you can find what you want Whenever you want, yeah. There is no put keeping me in somebody some away. random town, you know, like I'll hundreds of miles. I will find I'll Martin Luther King it. Street and get some coke. <laughs> it's unfortunate that name, is, you know, has that meaning when it comes to streets now. But that's uh, is that that's really a street. coke street? I mean, come on. I mean, uh, the, in the, all the towns I've been in. 
Well, that's a reality show we have to do. I really hope it's not in all the towns. You can, you can, you can find it. No matter, you know what I mean. So, I mean, you have to get to the point where you're like, you know what I mean. I work in a bar now, so to think that the the physical proximity to alcohol or drugs is the thing, it's not. You you have to get to the place where you're like, if I pick that shit up again, I'm probably gonna die. Yeah, you know. You gotta think about it like, you know, you're allergic to whatever. You're allergic to mango, man, and all your buddies love mango. Like, that's fine. They can love mango. Why should they stop eating mango? Like, please eat mango. But don't, like, feed me mango. You saw me break out <laughs> yes. in fucking, you know, blue lights and handcuffs. Like, don't give me mango, bro. Bert like, Smooth, who works here. You know, Bert, Bert yeah. said a couple times when he was down, um, you know, at the club that he worked at before, he said a couple times me and Mike Yard saw, saw you, and we were like, that's the last time we'll ever see him. Jesus. Like and a lot of comedians yeah. thought that you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah, but you're not gonna. They they weren't gonna be able to wrestle me up and hold him down so he doesn't drink while he's here. Right. Get the fuck out of here. I'll find a drink, bro. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll find whatever I'm looking for. Well, I did a thing once years ago, uh, beginning of college. We used to go to the Monte Carlo Brew Pub. They'd have some dance nights, man. And even even the kid would dance. It was fun. <laughs> and I was at my aunt's. My aunt was having her holiday party. It was a good shindig, and all my crew wanted to go for an hour or two up to the Monte Carlo. So we go, and my buddy, uh, I guess I can use it. I don't want to use the dude's name, but it's, um, let's call him uh, Joey. Joey's a good dude, man. Loved him to death. He was the, he'd come pick you up anytime to do anything. You needed a favor. I was, uh, back in the day, my first job, summertime, I'd go uh, 10-hour shifts at the pool, lifeguard. He'd come to pick me up. I'd be home 20 minutes. I'd be in the shower, sit and watch Wheel of Fortune with my grandma. All of a sudden, he gets done. He was a big Boy Scout, and he started the minute he was done at Boy Scouting, like at 17 or 18, then he started drinking, and he started weed, and it, you could just see it just, mm. just snowball. And next, within the next couple of years, you knew he was doing coke in that. You heard stories, and you, you saw the quality of woman he was going with mm-hmm. worse. Uh, like, yeah, that's yeah. who you're in love with like oh, yeah. Yeah. girl looks like one of the nazis at the end of raiders of the lost ark yeah. Yeah. this is insane and um as got, their face is melting okay. yes yeah. yes and yeah. it got to the point where i couldn't see anymore because like i said i grew up with addicts i saw it and it's it's hurt hurtful yeah it's tough even talking well, now you, know, you, yeah, you yeah. know what though and you know like like you said yeah. with coke man yeah the type of chick that you with is gonna it's gonna fall off oh, if, yeah. you know what and even if you're lucky to hang on the chick that you're with is going to be miserable if she's hot, because unless she's she's using too. But if she's using, then she's going to start looking a train wreck. And you only fuck with chicks that that somehow have a tolerance for that, because you can't hang out with a regular nah, chick. You get right. tried, no. dude. Coming at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. That's I tried to have a regular girlfriend. That's gonna blow up, man. Watching movies and cuddling up on the couch, and then like using the bathroom eight times, eight and times, back sniffling like I have a cold. Eight man. times. Yeah, yeah, man. Rough, no dude. way. Yeah, there's no way you can keep that up, man. Well, and, so, then, yeah. and then eventually you want to be with the skinny chick with the fucking cut-off shorts, you know, and the yeah, scraggly well, that's hair. Yeah, hot to you, right, man. Yeah, right. yeah. Because she'll use with you. <laughs> right. You know? And that's more attractive than being way attractive. Way more Super attractive sexy. than, than yeah. sneaking around the house, yeah. man. With, or coming I, in at, at fucking 2 o'clock the next afternoon yeah. and having your, your, your girl say, where have you been? You oh, told me you I know can what? have a girl that we can have like a lady in the tramp moment. We right. snort a line and meet in the right. middle. That's my mm. kind of girl. That's my kind of chick. It's hilarious. And you get tired of coming <laughs> up with those lies. You know? Right. You come yeah. in at weird hours like, you know, Benji had a comedy marathon. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> we had a Lust for Life podcast that lasts for two days. You know what I mean? You get tired of coming up with those. The only problem is now you got to share it with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> There's yeah. that problem. Wow. You can never win. <laughs> well, see, and, and that's what happened with this dude and i'd heard rumors he never like admitted and then we were on the dance floor all of us in the group and I, it was almost like godfather 2 it was almost like i knew it was you fredo i just grabbed him and i go brother i love you and i know what you're doing and it's oh, I, was, I think I, and I was trying to say it's breaking my heart and i froze and he froze and we both like started tearing and he just shook his head and he told me oh. later that that kept him clean for a while and mm-hmm. then, uh, then he goes one way, I go the other. You know, I stayed in school, he didn't. And then next thing you know, I mean, you can't keep an eye on him Holy the whole time. Shit. And when she said, deep down, if he wants to do it, he's going to do it. But uh, and if God. words could keep you sober, those words would have kept me sober. I mean, those are great words. I love the dude now. I keep hearing conflicting stories. This, this was one of the greatest human beings of all time, and it's yeah. uh, 
heartbreaking. Hey, bro, and that's why it, it fucks with me, man. But you know what, though, man? To be honest Please. with you, he could still be one of the greatest humans. No, I know, but it, but no, he's no, deteriorating. No, no, I'm just saying that, like, once I got, um, once I got coked up, like one of my buddies when I got better, comedian Marlon Randolph. We, he and I used to host a room together. So I get back, you know, things start moving in the right direction, and I, I sat him down. I said, Hey, bro, sorry, you know that I was a maniac. We were working together. This is what he said, man. You can't apologize to me because you weren't you. Mm -hmm. He said you were a different person. Mm -hmm. That person can't apologize to me because you're not that person anymore. He said the name on your license may have changed, may, may as well have changed when you were under the influence like that. You were a completely different person. So the guy Jekyll you're talking about, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Once I was coke, John, fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. All bets is off. It is a selfish fucking drug. Oh, yeah. It, it chemically is changing you. I was stealing from under my mother's pillow. <laughs> yeah. And it was only under my, under my mother's pillow because she knew I was stealing. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like I, That you, was her yeah. safe spot. That was her, what she thought was a safe spot. And then she got an actual safe as a safe spot. She had a safe, <laughs> safe spot. Right. And I safe. cracked yeah. that one, too. But here, here's Nothing was safe. Nothing was safe. Not even the safe. Not even the safe. Not even the safe was safe. She James. put the pillow in the safe. <laughs> she, <laughs> she put slept the safe in the underneath safe. the pillow in the safe. She was yeah. stuck in her waist. <laughs> but uh, I think, but <laughs> is it, initially, I'm like, well, just under the pillow. How's that going to stop? But are you implying that under the pillow while she was Under, sleeping, and you would just yes, grab money while she was sleeping. That's what I mean. Is that oh she with God. her head over the pillow? Oh, my God. Ah, Jesus, James. Uh, yeah. Uh. So, 19, you have a come to Jesus moment with yourself. Yeah. And you decide to change. Do you, who yeah. do you reach out to first to help you? Do you uh, call anyone and go, I've, out, I've hit rock bottom? Yeah, there's like an informational period where I just got to inform everybody who I am so that if more people know, maybe I, I won't, you know? And so I told my dad, who had. No, I had hit, I had hidden it from my dad the whole time. Somehow, I don't know how. I think mainly because of his own denial. But uh, uh, so I told my dad that I was an addict, and he just thought I was a weird kid. He was like, "I just <laughs> thought you were weird. I just you slept you till three, and you didn't have a job." I was like, "He's you know whatever. He has Aspergers or something." Like I, he, he thought I was weird. <laughs> That's a new game we're gonna play on the street. Aspergers or Coke? Aspergers <laughs> oh, or Jesus, Coke? No, don't play that game. Uh, uh, so and then I and then I uh, had a friend that had allegedly had 50 days clean, and so I hit him up and he brought me to some uh, some meetings, uh, and I, I I went to those meetings and I picked up what, like a starter chip, you know, like a token that shows that mm. you've joined and you you're you're trying to stay sober now, and I got into his car after this first meeting I went to. And I was like, all right, man. I held up the chip. I was like, I'm sober. Great. We're done. That was perfect. That was the easiest thing I've ever done. I'm good to be sober. Now. I got this token. I'm good to go. I was like, what do we do now that I'm, that I'm clean? And he was like, uh, oh, we go drink and celebrate you being clean off drugs. I was like, oh, perfect. I love this. This is the best fellowship of all time. <laughs> so we went and got drunk. I was, I was, oh, my God. I was brought by the wrong guy. But just <laughs> him, him bringing you me, think? though. Yeah, yeah, maybe the wrong guy. But yeah. him bringing me there, regardless of how sober he was, I saw sober people at that meeting, and I saw I saw people who who were like laughing and smiling, and and I heard their stories, and so it planted a seed, and I went back, and I went to treatment, and uh, I got out of treatment, I relapsed a few times, and you know I eventually got this thing and and stayed sober. Now it's been five and a half years. Congratulations! So, Congratulations. Thanks, dude. But Yo, man, you know the theme song, the theme song to not being sober the theme song mm -hmm. to write before you know after you've crossed that line right and before you get into treatment is no one understands what i'm going through really? every addict has that plan in their head no one can quite understand this misery so yeah. when he walked into the room once you go into even if the guy went and had a drink after you walk into a room and you're like oh, oh. these people know there are yeah. other people that understand what I'm, I'm going not through. Not so fucking special, right? And unique, yeah. And once you've experienced that, you're like, oh, they, I know where to find those people that understand this insanity that's playing in my head, and that's that's life changing. Once you know that there's other, it's like a superpower. Mm -hmm. right. You're sitting around weirded yeah. the fuck out, like, oh shit, these webs are coming out of my thing. And then you walk into a room where there's a bunch of people with, mm -hmm. you're like, yeah. oh shit, oh, hey. Shit. It's like, cheers. Yo, you know? Venom, man, what's up? Right. You, you know, know the struggle. Right. Okay. You know the struggle, yeah. brother. Right. So once you walk into that room, it's like, okay, there's, now you can choose what you want to do with that. You know, you can head back to the bar, but at least you mm -hmm. know 
there's somewhere to go where there's other people that understand the, the right. fucking insanity. That's really well put, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's what we do here on Lust for Life. Yeah. We put shit well. <laughs> yeah, really. It was good. <laughs> we're well putters. Well, I'm <laughs> fucking emotional now. Yeah. Ah, man. Shake but I want to say we're life be, is really, better. really good. I don't want to like leave it in a, no, in a dark spot. Like, no, it's not that yeah. it's real. This is yeah, what people real, go through. We it. all see it. Everyone's famous. Yeah, people yeah. who uh, aren't addicts who have them around <clears throat> and mm-hmm. are going to deal with them. are going to end up in a relationship with one yeah. or wasn't one. People, I mean, this, this is part of life. And people who are putting themselves in a shallow corner and with judgment can happen to you, can happen to anyone. And it is a sickness. And people need help. Unfortunately, it comes down to you have to help yourself first. You know, I right. mean, I got yeah. There's people in my family. It. Ugh, we had an intervention and <laughs> it didn't go too well. <laughs> oh, no. It was right around the holidays once, and then we're all going to drink like every night because it's, we can handle it, and it's Christmas time, and we were like, yeah, you can't be doing that, and it's it was it's bad. And it's just like. <laughs> But we inter- give good it- speeches. We all think there were new Rockney and we're giving these speeches like yeah. rah rah, we believe in me and love you, and this is tough, and we get it, and we're there for you. And until she's giving herself that speech. Well, you know what? The other thing though is like like I was saying, it, the person doesn't have to be the person doesn't have to be like, oh God, can't wait to go to goddamn rehab. But the door has to be cracked. Or you're gonna turn them off. Yes, and they don't. What they what what an addict will do is be like, I don't want to fucking speak to you anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. You know, could you give me a ride to the liquor store? You're gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> <You know what laughs> yeah. I mean? Really, it's that serious. Are you gonna drop me at the liquor store or not? If the door is cracked, you can get somebody, but they have to. There has to be some. They have. They have to know that this this isn't this isn't going well, and it's not going to end well. Even if they're not ready that day, because no addict's ready that day. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, it's you kind of stumble. Has to be in an there. inkling in their head. Yeah, but there's gotta be the door's gotta be cracked. It's gotta be cracked because if somebody, you know, you just run up on somebody like, hey, you're getting fucked. You know what? Eat a dick. Uh, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. A, get out of here, man. Get out of my face. I'm fine. And they could be sleeping on the bridge at the time. Everybody's got a different bottom, like he was saying. Yeah. In that their guy mo- under the bridge is looking at a guy under a shittier bridge, and he's right. like, "Ah, see, <laughs> right. I'm still good." Exactly. And he yeah. bo- and he borrowed fifty cents Mine's from me yesterday. Mine's not leaking on me. I'm right. fine. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's bottom is different. <laughs> it's it's a, the bottom is in your head when you feel like this shit is awful. And it's not yeah. going to get any. I have to do something, or yeah, I'm, I'm going to die. die and I don't I'm really die. feel like dying. Right. Yeah. I'm not quite ready to die, or I wish I would die later tonight, because that was mm-hmm. what I used to think every night. Right. If I could just not wake up tomorrow, this would all be perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shoot myself, but I just don't want to yeah. wake up in the morning. So I used to try to OD, and I would just pray that I didn't wake up. And unfortunately, I just kept waking up, and it was it would get later and later, and it would be dark, and you know, and I'd look at the clock, and it'd be five. It was in the winter, but I didn't know if it was five in the morning, five in the evening. Oh my god! And I would be pissed off, like how come it didn't work again? Mm. Like why didn't I just chip out? Like they said I would. Like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day, man. Just mm. was hoping I would chip mm. out, and it wasn't working. But once you get there, you know, then it, you know, because it wasn't working, I was like, okay, then let me try the other thing, you know? Yeah. So my that, thing that's was, the I only reason like, I'm still here. Yeah. I always like wanted help. I just I didn't know that there was any out there. So like my thing, I would just come up with new ways that I could not use. So like I would tell myself like I'm gonna go rob a bank, you know, <laughs> and like I, I and then I would realize I was a pussy and be like, okay, I'll rob a Wendy's. I'll rob a Wendy's, and then they'll put me away. You know, like they'll like, put me in a room and I can't use in that. But room. it never happened. No, no, and then now the balls to rob a Wendy's. <laughs> and also uh, Hardee's or a Crystal Burger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Well, uh, Evan, thank you so much. Oh man, it's so good to be I here. I really appreciate it. and Johnny too spilling this shit. Yeah. We really appreciate shit. that. Oh, no doubt, man. And uh, we're gonna get to plugs here in a second, but uh, I want to say this, man. Sometimes when we don't have like the full-on sex episodes or something scandalous like that, um, we don't get as many listens or people don't get as hype. I'm gonna tell you that this is probably our most serious episode and, yeah. I, and I haven't heard it obviously we just recorded it. it's my favorite I've ever done because this is yeah, real yeah, and man. it's important oh, and this man, is something you. we need to fucking thank put you. out there because people are going through this so I really appreciate y'all with the stories man and Ben just the fucking hand <laughs> holding <laughs> it down dog hand you know? of the king hand of the king baby <laughs> yes baby damn right Evan uh, plug anything you want sure go. man you, I mean, it doesn't even have to off. be comedy alright uh, you want people to go to this house <laughs> Go to my house. Just come to my house. Uh, I don't know, man. Look, look. You can find me on Twitter, and all my shows will be on there. So at it's Evan Williams. It's Evan Williams. That's a good way to find my shows. Funny dude. Five and a half great years. Dude. That's awesome. It's great, man. How about you, John? 
two years last Sunday. Hell yeah, brother. Congrats, Congrats man. Two Congrats. years last fucking Sunday. Miracle. Well, I haven't drank since Monday. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We'll see what happens. What time was the U.S. game today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben. <laughs> ben, hit, hit me, baby. Give me some uh, The best of BS on Twitter, but check out all of the stand-up New York Live shows. Every one of them. We got a promo code LUST for all our fans out there. Half-off tickets to any stand-up New York show. Uh, continue showing your love. Spread the word. Tell a friend. And uh, we all love you here. It's a great club, baby. We spread the love, baby. Exactly. We get down, baby. Upstown, baby. <laughs> Johnny. Hit me on Facebook. J-O-N-L-A-S-T-E-R. Number one. Pop right up. I'm on Instagram, Real John Laster. I'm on Twitter, Real John Laster. Even though I'm never on Twitter, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I know some of y'all complain, but Instagram, <laughs> Tell Real me get a John job. Laster. Yeah, get a fucking job. That's it, baby. Have a drink on me. Tell them to rob a Wendy's. Rob a goddamn... You should have went for a dollar store. I should have, <laughs> man. I should have. It's more than $36. Yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit at the dollar store. <laughs> they they wouldn't shit. even call well, the cops. I did, I did rob plenty of dollars, but not like the cash <laughs> register, you know? Yeah. Just a bunch of weird like stuff like lighters. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first and what's burglary. I love that yeah. when you're going to shoplift, it's like from the store where everything's just shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're going to steal it, just don't go to the stuff do- up. They're already trying to get rid of because you want to pay for yeah. it. <laughs> um, so this is it. So we, when you're hearing this on Tuesday, it's what? The last day of June. So July 1st, I believe I'm changing everything. So everything will be ma- uh, James Madden on Twitter. And James. on Facebook. So check that out. Um, hit us up. Lust for Life pod at Gmail. Give us some... Just just tell us that we're, we're, we're here, man. That you, You're out there. Let us know what's going down. Um, mad love to everyone helps contribute, man. My cousin Nick to uh, my boy Timothy Styles, TJ with music. Uncle Billy Keith, the family listening. Mad mm. love to Andy in the booth. Did I give you mm. a nickname? Uh, yeah. What was it again? I'll get you a Andy better the one. Gent. Well, Andy the Gent. Oh, hold the shit. You can walk with Evan now with the <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> get him both out of here. Yeah. Hand the King. Handle this shit. Well, Kingsguard John over here. Um, Madeline to Donnie and Gabe and Minnesota John Fatigate and Super Tramp and all the boys who've been working hard. And oh, yeah, check out me on the YouTubes. I got That's these right. sports videos called Bustin' Balls. No G. B-U-S-T-I-N Balls. Really good shit. It's cool, man. A minute and a half, two minute sports videos. Even if you don't like sports. I'm having fun. Just check it out. I know gay guys who love it and girls who love it who don't know a lick about sports. That's right, a lick. And they're like, boy, you're funny. I don't know nothing about Carmelo Anthony, but you bring heat. You damn right I do, baby. Because I'm number 34, baby. I'm the truth. Go Celtics. Go USA. Lust for life, baby. We'll see you next week. We're all worth a million of prizes. Booyah! Booyah!